Welcome to the seventh episode of the Anime Book Club. We'll be covering JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episodes 14 and 15. Matt, how's it going? It's going great. I'm here. Madness. I mean, I watched two episodes of JoJo, so it can't be that this bad. This is so even before we begin, without I guess getting too much into it, 13 episodes ago, Dio got out of a carriage and kicked a dog, and now we're here. I had that exact thought when I was going through these. Like, we've come so far in so short a time. It is absolutely crazy, the world that we are about to enter. Oh, my goodness. And this is, I just, oh. All right, let's just jump in before I just start gushing for no reason. So episode 14, The Ultimate Warriors from Ancient Times. Uh, we open in Rome, Italy, and we know this, number one, because you could see it. But number two, the goofiest Italian music of all time is playing. <laughs> I would not have thought of it as Italian to begin with, but yeah. It's super duper. What they're going for. It, yeah. It's it's really funny. It's so on the nose. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we see JoJo picking another fight with someone in the service industry. Last time it was a taxi guy. Now it is a, a poor waiter that has served him squid ink pasta. Uh, JoJo thinks it's a prank, but when he tries it, he loves it. <laughs> he freaks all out. You, you, didn't t you told me this was not a food anime, Pat. I mean, it's borderline food. He got really into that pasta. He gets super into it. And is so verbally and loudly into it that a blonde man, like one table over, who's hitting on a lady, like intersperses talking shit about JoJo in between him, like trying to charm this lady. And he's doing it at a high volume. And JoJo hears this and in English goes, Oh no, <laughs> this guy's talking crap about me. Uh, it was so pointless, too. He got no real, like, What's about to happen almost has no reason to really occur between them. It is other than Jojo's a lovable rogue. So. Jojo's such a rogue. So Jojo immediately hates this guy. And this dude, the blonde man, flirts with this lady, but keeps like almost unbroken eye contact with Jojo in a real creepy way. <laughs> and uh, to do this, uh, to get back at him, Jojo uses Zaman on his pasta, which causes it to straighten out. And he then shoots it out of his fork. The blonde dude, without missing a beat, uh, has a different form. He's got—I don't remember what you call like the 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 pastas that are like the long, um, the long. Cylinders. It just looked like macaroni. Yeah, he just had macaroni, straight macaronis. He yeah. catches the Haman-infused pasta needles in those noodles, charges them with Haman, shoots them back into JoJo's wine glass. JoJo's like, "That was Haman," and then sucks the noodles out of it and lets his wine spill everywhere. Oh, by the way, the blonde guy was making out with that lady during this entire pasta fight. <laughs> and it was. This was fight time. I don't know why it didn't get characterized that way. I should way. have written fight time into this, but this is the best pasta fight that's ever... The food fight of all time. It was... Yeah. like This was, this was passion and conflict between these two people. It's like a season of Death Note. This mysterious blonde stranger with weird purple eye tattoo i don't know what you would call those marks on he's him. got a lot of character he's got a lot of character and this character is revealed by a helpful waiter to be caesar zapelli and speedwagon yeah. is on the phone for him <laughs> he pulls out the hat too as he says it wait this guy's a pelly and it, out of nowhere the awesome zapelli hat comes out from under the table exactly our question was answered the hat isn't hanging somewhere at a speedwagon foundation it went back to the family. Hell yeah, Caesar. And then he does like a great little like hat twirl flip and he puts it on his head. And oh. Uh yeah, it was fantastic. I love that absolute moment. Uh gotta break my heart now though. Do we ever see that hat again? We might. 
I'm getting the strong impression it was just for that reveal because it disappeared and we have not seen it since that scene. Well, he brings it for his dates. He brings it to dates. What we, we okay. don't want his hat to be in danger. You can't risk the family hat. The hat is that it is an heirloom of great importance. Oh my goodness! Strong first. So, how excited were you when you came to the revelation that there was another Zapelli for this show? Just bumps in the air. It's it's such an exciting thing. Uh, we then cut to the intro, which is still awesome, and then we are in Washington D.C., the headquarters of the Speedwagon Foundation, which the narrator helpfully uh, tells us, or helpfully tells us, was founded 28 years ago. Uh, we again get like a science montage, like people working with beakers. They're digging up like Rosetta stones and developing cyborg technology. Oh, it's 1939. Yeah, right? 1939, 1938. Uh, Got to work on that. He's doing all kinds of science. It is revealed, though, the narrator says that at the heart of all of that he's doing, Speedwagon is using his infinite wealth to research how to beat up vampires. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a big, he's got a chunk of uh, Santana. Yeah, Santana, yeah. Santana. I'm, I'm sticking yeah, with Santana, man. Stick with Santana. So they, they, they have Santana, and they're all kind of like, yeah, look, at, we got Santana. Like, they shipped him from Mexico, and they have him in, underneath the Speedway Foundation in D.C., and uh, it is explained that they are keeping him under UV lights at all time. And it's revealed that Santana, with maybe one of my favorite lines of these two episodes, a scientist yells, introduce the snake. <laughs> and they, they release a snake into the chamber with Santana. And even though he's still a statue, the snake gets like magnet sucked to it and he starts to absorb the snake. Is that what it did? I thought it, for some reason, tried to attack the statue and then got stuck. I don't think snakes can jump like that. Like, it starts to go to it like it's going to bite it or something, but once it gets close mm -hmm. enough, it gets sucked, like, unnaturally towards Santana's body. It was creepy, and I want to see the science, the, the scientist notes who said, hey, what if we throw a snake yeah. at it? <laughs> Release the snake. This is how we test things. We test with snakes. <laughs> it's so great. And they reveal that Santana is basically because he is immortal, like they didn't defeat him. They've just basically trapped him in a, in a statue state that if he's ever left in darkness long enough, he may possibly recover. And then they all just kind of like laugh, like, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened before. Yeah. That what are the odds? It happens twice. Yeah, bought us a good 2000 years. And before they can finish making fun of Santana, like, I feel like someone was about to break out champagne, like, ah, eat crap, pillar man. Uh, Speedwagon reveals. And I know this is wrong, but I wrote in my notes, a stone poster. I understand that it's a mural, but for some reason I wrote stone poster. You know what? That's the same thing. Why not? It's the stylized. Uh, where uh, they discovered the, the, the pillar men all on one poster. There's three like pillar men with different numbers of horns. And then like Santana's on like the lower right, like way small at the bottom. And the genius that a speed wagon starts hype narrating for this. He's like, oh my. And how they're, they're obviously stacked in order of importance. <laughs> it's so. They're in a straight line. Who made that art? Like, I love the idea that one of the pillar was like, put Santana at the bottom and make him tiny. Oh, Santana's just like the whipping boy of like the three pillar men from Europe. Oh, he's like, they're raddits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, at least your raditz was stronger than our raditz. Totally a raditz. <laughs> and then Speedwagon's like, yeah, everything's kind of crazy, but don't worry. We got a guy. And that guy is Caesar Zapelli, which is, if you couldn't tell from the hat, confirmed in a line of dialogue to be the direct grandson of Will A. Zapelli. 
we get some like cool family tree art for, for the first family tree art despite this being a, like a lineal thing yeah we get to s- just showing the sapelli yeah line. will's son slash caesar's dad looks like freddie mercury it's pretty cool i wonder if that was intentional because it's highly likely okay so my head canon his name is freddie sapelli <laughs> <laughs> i that's i'll accept we're going that. with freddie <laughs> So uh, it is really reinforced that uh, Caesar is a ladies' man. He's hitting on another lady. Jojo, for whatever reason, is just playing with a bunch of pigeons. <laughs> He's a lovable rogue. He's a friend of all animals. He's like, hey, I like these birds. And speed. He looks so goofy doing it, too. It's not like he's playing with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like on the ground. Like, he's not like sitting. They're next to a fountain. And Jojo is like not sitting, but he's like kneeling on the ground so he could be closer with his birds. It's basically that like lady from Home Alone 2. He's like the pigeon lady, the bird lady. Uh, it is revealed that Speedwagon wants them to be friends. However, Caesar isn't impressed with Jojo. And this is a line I still don't understand. He claims that he doesn't like Jojo because Jojo doesn't know enough about his own background and backstory. To which Speedwagon counters that he kept certain things secret from Jojo. However, Jojo has referenced just about everything he would need to know from okay. the first Jojo during his fight with Strazo. I had a bit of a hiccup about that too. So I was wondering what he didn't know. Maybe he just recently revealed it. Maybe, but he's like, yeah, I, I know all about, because he's like, I know about the eye laser beams. I know about how my grandpa died. Like I kind of, I feel like that's a bad translation. I think perhaps he means like he knows about all the stuff, but maybe they never brought up Zapelli. Is It shows like a picture of Zapelli being torn in half. Oh yeah. It wasn't even a picture. It was like a straight flashback to the scene where he got torn in half. Yeah. And it was like, I blame your grandpa for yeah, that. Your, your grandpa slowed down my grandpa, and that's why he's dead. No one told me that my grandpa went into that chamber expecting to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he knew. Did anybody tell Caesar about that? Did, did Tom Penny's, Tom Penny's like a silly uh, foretelling not make it to Caesar? I guess not. I guess not. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but it doesn't matter because, I mean, the whole point of this scene is they don't like each other. They're trying to find reasons for these two to be Naruto and Sasuke before Naruto and mm-hmm. Sasuke. And then we get a fight time in the most beautiful of ways. Because Caesar dares Jojo to beat up a random woman, and Jojo responds by daring Caesar to fight a bird. <laughs> More or less. It was like, you can't beat a woman. It's like, well, you can't beat a bird. It's crazy. So... Caesar, it looks like they may fight, but then he kisses, he like makes out with that one random lady. And after kissing her, this woman just leaps at Jojo and starts trying to choke the crap out of him and then like throws him into the fountain. Yeah, this seems kind of uncool because this seemed very, uh, I don't think he asked that lady to fight. I don't think she's in on this at all. <laughs> no, she seems to be like zombified during, she looks at, she's got an angry look on her face. It's not even like a stone face. So like maybe she expected to fight, but I don't think that was what we're supposed to be getting. And and it's crazy. Yeah. So he, I, and I don't understand like all the times they've had the narrator cut it and be like pounds per pressure, jumping power. Like no mother goes like he uses Haman to somehow do something. Like I don't understand how mind control makes sense in Haman. Like, yeah. Haman mind control. I, it was like a, he put breath in her. And apparently Jojo knew what was up because yeah, he knew what was up. <laughs> so Jojo is like in the fountain. He looks a little dazed. And uh, that's when Caesar outright says the Joe stars have been holding back the Zapelli family. And then he does the sit jump thing like his dad. 
I mean, his grandpa. And it's awesome. Yeah. He like goes from sitting to levitating the air and then does his Hamon bubble launcher and explains that his like clothing and his hands are soaked in like, like, I guess, conditioner or something. And he can like, if he like rubs his hands together, basically makes a bunch of bubbles and he can fuse them with Hamon and he traps Jojo inside of a giant <laughs> bubble. You had to be laughing. Don't you're underselling how ridiculous him busting out bubble Haman was as the ultimate weapon against the Billerman. It's it's amazing because it's like, I guess maybe because I've known this for a while, I forgot the simple joy of like the big reveal is like his his granddaddy was way into spitting on people, and his like answer is like, well, what if bubble? <laughs> it was just bubble power. That'll get him. And. You can't escape Bubble Haman, Bubble Man, strongest villain in Mega Man, hands exactly. down. Exactly. Well, and the other the the other insane thing is he shoots out a bunch of little bubbles, but JoJo somehow is caught in a giant bubble, and he is like completely stuck in it, and it looks like oh no, yet again he can't breathe, <laughs> and he looks completely and utterly defeated, and after JoJo looks kind of defeated. Our, our Caesar grabs the lady and then Jojo does his whole deal. He's like, Hey, you're about to say, Hey, senorita or yeah, senora, I will lift my Haman yeah. spell. And then he says that thing and has the moment where he goes, Oh no. How did he know? But before he could even think about the fact that Jojo did his copy thing, a pigeon jumps out of this woman's mouth into Caesar's mouth and knocks him to the ground. Yeah, there was an appropriate ex a surprise expression on his face there. And it shot out of her like a cannon. There was no bulge. Like her cheeks weren't chipmunky or anything. Yeah, that lady. You... And her mouth was still pursed in a kiss. Yeah. Like it didn't open up. It just shot out a bird. Bravo to her. She's hiding a whole bird in her mouth. In retrospect, that's disgusting. It's, it's, yeah. I didn't think about how dirty that was. <laughs> And uh, yeah, but it, it gets into Caesar's mouth. It's in, so Jojo, I guess maybe he made out with that bird too. He casted a, a, a kiss him on spell on that bird and made it, made it wait inside. So he basically explains to Caesar who's fallen down on the ground uh, that he infused that pigeon with Haman and then jammed in a lady's mouth while she was trying to choke him. Somehow <laughs> he had time to do that. He's got slide of hand powers. And that's, that is his thing. Like all of his, all his turnabouts are something but there's no way we didn't see him do, but we didn't see him do. He's totally a street musician, a uh, magician. And that's like the best yeah. thing ever about him. The scene ends and they're at a hotel and holy crap. Caesar sits down in a chair with so much gusto. I had to yeah. pause and go take a walk. Moral of the story was that neither of them respected that woman at all in that last scene. They don't scene. apologize or address Nothing. it. Nothing. <laughs> it was terrible. It is so weird. I feel bad for that lady. I mean, it's it's like two for the. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for that hostage reporter in the first episode. It, it's been rough for random ladies in the second season of JoJo. Anyway, like glorious seeing this man sit down, even better than he has ever before in that chair. He sits down, all even cooler than he jump sits. It was like a 60 frame per second animation he did he, there. Yeah, and it, it like they have the Japanese sound effects. He gets in the chair. It's awesome. And this really pisses Jojo off 
And it's great, too, because he's like, ah, that guy's such a jerk sitting in his chair. And he's like, ah, and he's got a cool bubble ability. I should have an ability. Ah, I don't want to, ah, I don't want to, ah, I'm too lazy to think of something on my own. Ah. <laughs> They've got such a beautiful childish rivalry at this point, And it's just pure childish, too. I know. They've got no reason to actually hate each other. They're just, he's a ruffian. Well, he's, he's, he's his appellee. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fancy boy. Oh my god. I love just it's it's two it's two like butthead alphas like bouncing off each other <laughs> in the best worst way. And then they decide to start playing cards and it's revealed quickly that they're both cheating. Like Jojo has like a whole bunch of cards in his sleeve and Caesar perhaps maybe this is also maybe he's a secret pervert or no, he's obviously a pervert has mirror shoes. Yeah. And I'm not but that was that those are for cheating a card so you could you finagle them in a way that you could get under the table and see someone yeah hand. i guess he was like kind of like slouching in the chair a ton so maybe his foot was kind of mm-hmm. behind you think that'd be obvious but you know yeah. pigeon in the mouth i don't question anymore jojo was too busy focused on, on how he was cheating to notice the mirror shoes uh oh they had a they also had a uh outfit change for this one too like caesar is now not wearing the hat he's got like this bandana with a feather in yeah it. and he's like super midrifty yeah um speedwagon as the, speedwagon i guess realizes that there should be some tension and is like caesar what the hell's going on we've been waiting for hours and before speedwagon can finish complaining a car drives up super quick and then a nazi flashes the okay hand sign at our heroes <laughs> oh man this nazi this, guy this nazi before you jojo's like wait why is a nazi here and uh, Caesar explains that Nazi is one of the guards for the uh, place that they're keeping the Pillarmen, and uh, it quickly cuts to the Pillarmen, and one of the Pillarmen has got like a weird ominous void on his forehead, and it has like like spooky Japanese sound effect symbols there. And we hit the ad break. So coming back from the ad break, they're all now in the car, and Caesar helpfully reminds me, maybe others, that Italy and Germany were allies at that time. Yeah, that was the only moment I realized. Well, that's why he probably doesn't realize the Nazi's a problem. I was just like, why is he? Why are they so friendly with this Nazi? And I'm like, oh yeah, the Italian. Oh geez. Mm, yeah. Oh, oh boy. I, I did like that. We did have a moment at least. At least we had that moment before the ad break where JoJo saw the Nazi pull up and he's like, he actually sounded like he was very unhappy to see a Nazi. He's like, wait, more Nazis? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that Jojo is is not stoked about there being more Nazis. But it's also good for the context of like it, it does make sense that if you're an Italian, of course you know Nazis. Uh they then have this extended explanation that the Germans and the Italians have been studying Haman together and they've been trying to science up their own way along with maybe Speedwagon. It sounds like they do know Speedwagon this. Like the Speedwagon Foundation has been working with the Nazis and the Italians to try and find ways to kill both vampires and the pillarmen. Uh, it is then revealed that this Nazi is named Mark <laughs> and that he's getting married next week. That was the uh, Marky Mark. Oh, Mark. Marky Mark, Mark, Mark. The most German name ever the, of Mark. The moment he announced the, the whole, I'm, yeah, look, here's a picture of my wife. We're getting married next week. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like Caesar, like, is pickpocketing him. It felt like this should have been, like, a JoJo thing, but Caesar, like, takes, like, a, um, um, not a necklace. What do you call it? Where it's got, like, a, a locket. He takes he takes Mark's yeah, locket. locket and Mark's fiance's in there. And he's like, who's this lady? He's like, oh, you wouldn't believe it, Caesar. I'm getting married next week. I'm two days from retirement. <laughs> he basically looks into the camera and says, hey, guys, I'm screwed. 
Don't get attached. Uh, and now uh, Caesar says, Mamma Mia, <laughs> which is his kind of thing. JoJo <laughs> says, oh, no. And Caesar says, Mamma Mia. Those are their, those are their yeah. catchphrases at its uh, And JoJo is sulking like a... Like a little baby. Like, I don't know, like, like a little boy. <laughs> like a little baby in the background. He's just kind of sulking. I want a cool power move. I want a special Haman move. I'm going to come up with We're one. Totally, well, JoJo's back there being like, oh, bubbles are so cool. How am I going to be cool in a bubble? <laughs> Caesar then like looks at JoJo and goes like, man, I can't believe you're getting married, Mark. Look at JoJo over there. I bet you money it'd be easier to find the Loch Ness Monster than find some lady that would spend time with JoJo. <laughs> Oh, the true childish of their relationship is lovely right it's now. It's so great. I love everything about Caesar and JoJo's relationship. Uh, we then cut into the facility. The Nazis are all freaking out. This is very similar to the last time the Nazis were all freaking out where they lost Santana. Sur surprise, surprise. And they're they're like, oh, God, something's weird about the Pillarmen. And then the lead Nazi's like, hey, everybody, calm down. We learned enough from Stroheim's death. <laughs> and while he's talking about the fact that they learned from Sturheim's death, a Nazi's like, hey, the hole seems weird. I'm going to stare into this <laughs> hole. This is like the third time a Nazi has looked mysteriously into something for no good They're reason. They're going to stop doing that because it's like part three. <laughs> it, it's something about Nazis. They love looking in holes. A giant, I want to call it like almost like a unicorn horn, but just a horn shoots out of it, mm. stabs the Nazi through the head, and then like, like, like holds him up in the air. Drinks him yeah, up. Yeah, it's so. Drinks him up. It's so cool. And then the pillar man who the horn came out of like wakes up and uses his horn like they're, they're like oh god he's waking up hit him with the uv lights and his horn extends and he kind of like wiggles his face and it kills a whole bunch of nazis and he bathes the uv lights in blood so they can't shine it on him and then he like vogue poses his way out of the wall oh he struck one of the best poses of this episode it's yeah. so good he's like slow-mo floating out of the wall the music is incredible oh this is where the music kicked yeah, in the pillarman theme yeah. is so good it is i heard it once before not knowing what it was and now i'll continue singing it forever just because it was amazing it's so good it is such a great theme uh this guy then starts talking so he can straight up maybe santana did suck we find out because this guy could already do complete full sentences and the Nazis are like, oh, God, this guy can talk. But before they can complain about him talking, he does like a crazy little phase dance. And he is like phase sewn all of their hands together. And that is so cool. Like a human hand centipede. Yeah, yeah. And it's like their hands are like, it's not even like cleanly. Like their fingers are sticking out of the back of each other's hands. And they're all like, oh, God, this is so scary and terrible. He then sticks his index finger into the lead Nazi's forehead and starts drinking him. But because they're all connected, he drinks all of the Nazis. And it's awesome. It's, it's just the end. Like they, the skin's empty and collapse. There's no blood. There's nothing. They just all go hollow oh, and collapse. It's great. It's so good. It is such a disturbing Nazi conga line. It's oh my God. Yeah. It's just an inner tube made of Nazis just flapping down on the ground. We had no explanation why the first guy who even woke up, do we? Yeah. He was just like, they were just there and his head opened up for no reason. It's, it's his time. Well, I think they'd already yeah. kind of just said, like, remember, that's the reason that Strazo was like, I got to kill myself because the pillar men have already started waking up and nothing is going to change that. So maybe like it's it's like Santana woke up like Santana was like the canary in the coal mine. If Santana woke up, the others would start waking up. 
I want to find out what Santana's relationship to this Pillarman are because he is so different than what we get in this scene. Yeah. So <laughs> he is so different. He really is. He is he is but a baby. Uh and then the, our 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 new Pillarman friend looks at the camera and says, basically goes, My name is Whamu. <laughs> and then he boops the other two Pillarmen who then wake up. And I wrote in my notes, eat shit world. They all flex and pose. It is caveman Zoolander. This is the greatest moment ever. And they're all even even more buff than before. More buff than Santana, more buff than anyone we've seen. You wouldn't think that much muscle could fit in the amount of space they make it fit. They are so cut. And it is, I remember this panel from the comic. And it is just like big buff Greek statue action. Like one of them, I think I think uh, ACDC is just showing his butt to the camera. It's incredible. I need to learn better descriptions of, we're not doing it justice, the pose. Because I feel like there's always going to be a new pose to talk about. It's, and we're just not doing justice to how each one looks. I was trying to describe it to my girlfriend where I'm like, well, one of them's like this and one of them's like that. And I can't wait for Matt to see this because this image is just, it's, it's ominous and it's amazing. <laughs> and it's like, oh man. And it's so funny because it's like, if you contrast that with modern JoJo, and I don't think this is a spoiler to say, but his art style has changed a lot over the last 30 years. His characters are very uh, skinny now. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he there was a point of time where like these were the muscle flexiest of muscle flexi men, it's just so good. It's incredible. I just love it. I saw that the, like their, their designs are supposed to be based on, what was it? There was like some kind of Buddhist statue was for one aztec soldier like an aztec god for the other one they definitely have different feels that's kind of a neat yeah, thing each about one them. had a unique but and one of them made me really think like total con so i'm sure they shared that sort of yeah it's it's really cool we then cut back to mark just to let you know they have this amazing moment where all the pillar men are flexing and then the camera immediately cuts to mark just to really like dig it into the, it's like oh boy oh mark and one of them will die, die. <laughs> mark opens up uh the the entrance it's it's behind like a famous like that like uh poseidon face or whatever that's supposed to be in Italy. uh the face of truth i think it's yeah. called i'm not sure who that's supposed to be it's a beard maybe it's god i don't know it's a oceanus the the, the sea titan oh, god. i'm so glad that you know this so yeah they open that up it's it's harry potter in the chamber of secrets they open it up that's where they, they've been keeping the pillarman uh they all walk in there and they talk about like man this cave is mad ominous and Speedwagon asks Caesar, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Have you ever tried to just Haman the Pillarman? And Caesar's like, yeah, well, Haman doesn't have a great pack track record with stone. So while there's statues, we really can't do anything to him. You know, was that a no? Like, does that mean they straight up didn't try? Because wasn't like, like Stroheim's research on the stone. It was like, yeah, we, we took parts of that stone. No, I think Strait Stra Stra said that. Where the stone was alive. Well, it's like wasn't the thing. Speedwagon. Like, no, they, triple... they knew there was DNA in the stone. Like they found they okay. found DNA material in the stone. But I get the feeling that like because Caesar's been there before, I get the feeling that he came one day and he just like tried to Haman blast the statues and nothing happened. Put them in bubbles. <laughs> He's spitting bubbles all over the. Just takes out like a bubble <laughs> wand and starts waving it at them. <laughs> this is my ultimate attack. That uh, we then get an incredible scene where they notice the guards are gone and Jojo's being really loud, like, why aren't there any guards? And then he steps and he goes like, I feel like I've stepped on the most disgusting thing I have ever stepped on. And they look down and he's totally right because he stepped on the Nazi chain. <laughs> 
Oh, literal skin bag. Oh my god, it's incredible. So then, uh, they all they they uh, maybe someone turns on it like has a torch or something. They notice the Nazis. Mark freaks out and runs off. And I noted that Jojo, as Mark is running off, Jojo calls him Dutch for some reason. Did he? God, I did not notice. He's that. like, "Don't run off, Dutch." And I'm like, I "It must have been really weird." I can't tell if like Jojo forgot his name or if that's an expression I just don't know. But I was like, "Wait, did he just call Mark Dutch?" Is that? I'm pretty sure his name is Mark. <laughs> I got it pulled up right now. Yeah, he said, "Hey, Dutch, watch yeah. out." <laughs> it's strange. So Mark runs off. He bumps into the pillar men. They don't really even notice him and keep walking. And one of them bumps into Mark, just like a light tap, and he, the half of him that bumped into the pillar man, just disappears, and there's a giant blood explosion. Mark! Mark! Everyone's favorite Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? Oh my god, the biggest plot twist ever. Uh, his locket is not destroyed, though, flies off and opens up so we can see his fiance one more time. Oh, uh, yeah, poor Mark. It was the right side of him too, so you can't. It, so you know, you know, he's not all right. He's Pat. The, <laughs> I respect that joke. I love that so uh, much. And while he's getting cradled by a, uh, by a uh, God, I'm missing up Caesar. Uh, not Caesar. Why is getting cradled by Caesar there? You get to, like the butt shot of all three of the pillar. They're all walking away. away, just butts out. I guess maybe I should really note too. To, to is that Mark is talking the whole time. This did oh, not kill yeah. him. He's like, oh my God. I, I just, oh, oh geez, what's happening? It's like the other guy where he's like, you get the the idea that like the pillar men, when they hurt you, he explains it better at a little minute or two, but he basically says like, it's like you can't even, you your body can't even comprehend the amount of pain you should be in. A uh, Speedwagon then gets to be Speedwagon and explains like, oh my God, when he touched Mark, Mark exploded. So that's great. I love it when Speedwagon enthusiastically explains things. Went back to being Speedwagon. It was yes. so good. I'm in my comfort zone. Uh, the leader of the men, Cars, then explains they're looking for the red stone of Aja. <laughs> that's right. Because that's this is when Wamu kneels before the other two and goes, Master Cars, Master it's a DC. It's a I'm going to call him ACDC. I <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> watching this with the subtitles. Yeah. Like, if you didn't have subtitles, there's no way you would have assumed he didn't say the band AC slash DC. So funny. Yeah, they, they spell it out phonetically in this weird way. Like a ESI, DISI. Yeah. It's like, no, no, dude. It's so funny. In a race of what I can only tell is four beings, the pecking order is cars, <laughs> ACDC, Whamu, and um, which is funny because in, it's it's a reference to the band Wham, but I really like saying Whamu. I think I like the ooh at the end. Right. And then Santana at the bottom. So yeah, he's it's, he's like, my masters. I think it's supposed to be Wham, and it's just pronounced. Like, I know they tried to get around all of these with a little bit of uniqueness. Is it Wham? In Japanese, or is Wham one of those things where they have to like pronounce the extra vowel sound at yeah. the end so it comes out? Wham-u? I think they put it the extra vowel sound on there. So it's supposed to be like Wham. If we were, yeah, to if do we it. were doing, we would say Wham in like an English. But yeah, it's so okay. fun to say Whamu. and in the it dub they say Whamu, Wham-u. and it's great to hear it in English. Person say, "My name is Whamu. It's a DC. So he, he's like, "Hey, masters, how's it going?" And Cars is like, "We have to do. It's been two thousand years. We got to get the Redstone of Aja." And ACDC's like, "Don't worry." We got a we have a weirder version of the stone mask that's got a hole in it for the stone, so we're gonna do crazy great stuff. And Whammo's like, "Guys, it's been two thousand years. Who knows where the stone is? It's, last time we were paying attention, the Roman Emperor had it. It could be anywhere, anywhere." 
before they they don't even really dwell on that they all just keep walking cars steps on whamu's shadow and whamu without thinking like kicks cars and it cuts him and acdc is like pissed he's like hey that's not cool man and cars like cool as a cucumber heals this wound is like ho 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 i'm so sorry whamu i forgot you get totally triggered if anybody steps in your shadow <laughs> this is my bad i respect you know, what I triggers like- you I like these guys. They're so I, I don't know what it is, but over these next two episodes, they have yeah, I don't know what it is. It's so great. They, they are they're enjoyable characters that are just they're cool bros to each other, yeah. I guess. <laughs> they're such great buddies, bros to each other. I just love they don't seem like dicks. Like they'll casually kill some people, but so far they've only casually killed Nazis. Yeah, they're out <laughs> or someone directly attacking them. So it's so funny. They're out to end the world. Like, I feel like this is maybe the best version of Immortals. Because literally everything is just in their way, so they have no reason to hold grudges. Like they know each other forever. It, yeah, and it's like it's just great. It's like, oh, you cut my shoulder. That's fine. I, I, sorry, sorry, dude. I forgot. You know, you sh- you get pissed when people step in your shadow somehow. Yeah, it's like he's like ACDC. Excuse me. We respect each other's boundaries and what triggers each other. Yeah. And I accidentally triggered our good friend Whamu here. All's so good. once again, if if we ignore all the damsel in distresses, JoJo very. Very progressive anime it's right now. Super crazy. Uh, we then come back to Mark, who still isn't dead. <laughs> oh God! He's been talking this whole time. Half of him is. Yeah, but... half of him, but he's still able to talk. Yet again, he doesn't have a lisp or anything. He's looking up at Caesar, like, "Hey, Caesar. Hey, buddy. It's your buddy Mark here. Hey, guess what? Uh, it, it didn't hurt until now, but now it's starting to hurt. And I have to imagine if it's hurting like this, it's only going to go worse places. So, can you please kill me?" It's real crazy. Jojo is like, boy, this seems hopeless. And Caesar then uses him on to uh, painlessly kill Mark the Nazi. We're then reminded for a third time that Mark was going to get married, but he was a Nazi. So whatever. Mm-hmm. I had no sympathy for Mark. No, I, I can't even tell how much we were supposed to. I don't remember being sad music playing. Yeah, that they didn't scene. play sad music. Caesar's bum because it's a buddy. We, of his. I think that's mostly what it is. We get to see Caesar react and we know that he's hurt. Yeah um caesar in like the weirdest move ever picks up the locket of mark's fiance and then bites it there's a lot of marriage going on in these two episodes it's, it's real weird maybe this is maybe this yeah. is foreshadowing <laughs> this is foreshadowing and then caesar and jojo strike sick poses it's so cool and then proclaim that they're gonna fight the oh Pillerman. yeah I'm watching. I've got it going right now. I'm keeping up with that. Caesar, that pose is amazing. Caesar does like the open hand thing and JoJo's posing, right in front of his face. It's like, yeah. It's so good. And like the anime knows just long enough to linger on these poses. That's the thing I think so far with JoJo as the anime. If you weren't in this for the poses, you can get it, out. You have to get out. You need to <laughs> they, get they're out. They're amazing. And they're, they are the thing that carries this. This is like, I feel like you like, that that stupid philosophy of power posing was someone watched Jojo once and was like, I could turn this into a philosophy. <laughs> it is then revealed, and I love this reveal, that the pillar men have just been slowly walking away butts out this whole time and are ignoring that whole scene. Yep. Because <laughs> they don't care. Uh, Caesar then yells at their butts that he will take them on alone, and then the and then the episode ends. What an episode. That was a quick cut and quick cut to a new version of Roundabout. Yeah, we got a little remix action. And this was like an actual remix. Oh. It's crazy. I want to know what happened behind the scenes with these end, of, end credits. It's crazy. I I so, man, I mean, we've been talking on and off about it, but I love these new villains. What a great entrance. 
mm-hmm. for these guys. That music is still in my head, man. Oh. It's catchy. It's just, that is a fantastic. Like that is like WWE style. That's what plays when Hit they run music. in with the chair. Hit my music. <laughs> but it's crazy just how much this is such a crazy big episode because it starts with the pasta fight and ends with the pillarmen. It's so good. Oh God, yeah. Started with the pasta fight. And the, and the fountain fight. Yeah. We have some great, we have some really good like moments this was and a, fights. A dense episode in as far as to what happened. I feel like I've said that before, but now I mean it. It really and the cool thing about it too is I feel like it's just not wasted, like so much happens in it, and it just feels so good to watch it. I'm just so stoked. Oh God, it's so cool. It's so good. <laughs> uh, do you want to jump into the next one? You gotta, because it's just straight into we it. Keep, they were definitely this feels like another two parter. It feels like it? we accidentally keep finding two parters, or maybe that's just how the series is paced. Maybe we've lucked into mm-hmm. something. Uh we then enter episode 15, a hero's proof. We enter where we left off. Uh Caesar screaming butts. at butts, and he decides to fire his Haman bubble launcher at butts. Or at least we think it's at butts, but the intro plays well, immediately. It's his it's his ultimate technique. We're finally gonna see it take down a pillar man who Jojo struggled with. Exactly. Oh, I guess yeah, we should I should mention that uh when he was talking shit about Jojo, he specifically said, like, you took out a pillar man that could only be luck that could only be luck because you Joe stars are nothing but trouble. <laughs> I, I don't appreciate him besmirching the good name of Jonathan Joestar. Yeah, and George Joestar the second because that guy's a veteran. Fought in World War One. He was a pilot, wasn't he? Yeah, was that he was a pilot? Yeah. Where was uh Where was Freddy's Zappelli during World War One? Yeah. Maybe we don't want to know. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, we get the intro like maybe one of the earliest intro. I feel like they just wanted to jump into it. It's crazy how quickly they play the intro. How did his family have... Res- did, wait, wasn't Sapelli's thing that he abandoned his family to take on that quest? Did they understand? They forgave him, I guess. I guess, because they seem to be venerating yeah, him now. I guess, well, maybe Speedwagon... Well, Speedwagon came back, gave them the hat. <laughs> and the hype. The hype with the well, hat. Well, I, I guess you get the feeling that there were a couple of years where Strazo, Speedwagon, and Tonpenny came back. And maybe they found the family, and... I'm not sure, because if he learned Haman, I feel like the Zapellis have gotten into Haman at some point. Yeah. I did look back. Uh, the that is a retcon line that they added to the anime when Zapelli, like right before Desi goes, like, by the way, I had a family. Oh, really? In the original manga, Zapelli's like, <laughs> I have no family. I left everyone. I am all alone. Wait, <laughs> it was like literally he said, like, there's no family. He's like, yeah, ever since my father died, I've devoted myself to this. I have no family. And then, <laughs> if only I had had a son. Yeah. <laughs> and then like like later they have his grandson show up and everyone's like, oh come on. <laughs> So the anime is like, we got to fix this with a little insert here. By the way, Jojo, I had a son. Blech. You got to respect them for trying. It, it's an easy fix. It's a real easy fix. So let's jump into this episode. The intro plays. Uh, we get in there. Uh, Caesar is fired off a bunch of bubbles and uh, Wamu sees them and is like more amused than threatened. And one of them hits his finger and his finger like explodes. And Whammo is impressed. Like, he immediately is like, whoa, what does this mean? And is then he is surrounded by bubbles. Like, tons and mm-hmm. tons and tons of bubbles. And Caesar's like, yeah, you killed my buddy Mark. Now you're in bubble town, baby. <laughs> Which, Wham, Whammo, I love his response. He's got, like, they call him wires. He's got, like, tassels in his hair. And he, like, shimmies his head. And the tassels create tiny tornadoes that pop all of the bubbles. 
He doesn't use the tassels to cut the bubbles. He creates tiny tornadoes that individually cut the bubbles. And uh, yeah, and Zappelli's got to point that out. I got to keep calling him Caesar to distinguish him. And Caesar has to point that out too, because I guess if his hair had touched it, that would have. Oh, you're right. The hair would have exploded. But yeah, so then Speedwagon's like, oh my God, it's anti-Haman weapons. These guys must know about Haman from 2000 years ago. Speedwagon's the best. I love that that leap, that logic leap. Uh, the pillar. I mean, it's, oh my God, he's a genius. <laughs> he's a genius. They're all so smart. He's got hair danglies. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. This genius. Oh my God. The pillar men then strike a pose that is so hot. They are smoking. Oh my God. It is an amazing. Yeah. They almost have had Haman before over 2000. And then they, like one of them is straight up in that. God, what's the name of that comic artist who's known for the pose that breaks a, a woman's spine oh, oh, when she oh, makes oh, it? Oh, Lightfield, Lightfield. Yes, they do the Lightfield. Like well, the guy on the left, I don't remember which one it was, is straight up doing like a Lightfield pose with his like muscle button backs. Yeah. <laughs> it is a you can see beautifully absurd you here. You can see his butt and his pecs in the same shot. He is that twisted. It's incredible. And they are literally radiating heat. <laughs> So it's like a big wind, like blowing up loincloths around them. Too. Someone, someone has set up fans. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible, and they are so they are so erotic that Caesar's face starts erupting in cuts. They say other things, but I refuse to believe that it's <laughs> that they're pure well, sexuality. Know, it's like it's like when you get a nosebleed in anime but it's like hyper that because it's them yeah, exactly and speedwagon speedwagon yet again the guy who's best at figuring stuff out immediately is like oh my god it's their it's their power cover your eyes quick and and caesar's face erupts and cuts and he falls over and uh acdc then explains oh it's haman still exists i thought we wiped out the haman tribe two thousand years ago before our nap so there's been a Haman tribe for a long time. They do know him. It's like the big thing up until now has been every villain they face is like, oh, this is Haman. I'll figure it out in two seconds how to beat it. These guys have experience yeah. beating it already. They've been beating up Haman for longer than there's been like an AD. Oh, I, I've been having trouble keeping them apart. I know which one Whamu is. Which one's ACDC? ACDC is the guy with the long gray hair. Car, cars has the purple head head covering cars is like the cover yeah covering yeah. i guess i don't it's not really a term it's not a, yeah it's not it's it's like i'm not quite sure what his deal is but he's wearing wrapping, yeah, he's wearing like a yeah, he's got like a head wrapping on okay so that one's it that one is that's cars, cars. uh acdc okay. is the dude with the long white hair gotcha oh it's so good they talk about how they beat up the Pomon people two thousand years ago caesar then uh is like i did they laugh at that point it's too a, was that was that not the no, chuckle? that's about to happen it's okay. so good. I even sent you a screenshot. I had to like take a picture and send it to you. <laughs> you did, it, yeah. It, it literally says pillar men laughing. And I'm like, that's great. That's so good. I want a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> Caesar then goes like, you killed my friend and I don't care if I've lost an eye. I will fight you. He gives like an anime speech. <laughs> and then they yeah. all start giggling so much. And then Caesar's like, why oh, are you laughing at ACDC? This is, this is iconic too. Like if there's ever a JoJo parody that has ever been made, 
these three guys going like all together like that they're all just giggling and it's great because it's like that thing speaking of like a bridges it's like frieza from dbz a bridge is acdc's like (laughs) we have to laugh because you you haman people all talk the same oh no you killed my wife and or husband i've lost a eye leg or arm and none of that'll stop me you guys all suck and they all turn to then just leave they just walk away it's so good uh caesar is just so pissed at the fact that these guys keep trying to leave that he leaps at him whamu turns around and then sticks his finger into caesar's throat like he he, uh, he does the phase thing so he doesn't actually holds him up that way too he's holding his whole body it's up so that way. cool and he's like hey so uh i stuck my finger in your neck which has closed your windpipe so you can't breathe so you can't use him on huh you seem kind of neat little Haman user you know what? Uh, and he like tosses him to the ground. He's like, it'd be kind of cool to fight you again in a little while. So, you know, uh, try not to die anything else. And then he tries to leave again. And while they're all trying to walk away. Uh, you forgot the last thing he said. What though. does he say? It's like, but it walks away saying, I guess there's no other Haman users in this time period anymore. Yeah. He was the last one. Yeah, he's like, he must be the only, he's the, the last airbender. <laughs> and and it, a guy who's only asking for trouble, Jojo literally starts <laughs> coughing like, ahem, 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 like until they all have to turn around and be like, what's this idiot's problem? And it's like Santana all over again. Like if Jojo had just stayed quiet, they would have left and they could have regrouped or figured something out. But Jojo needs to be seen. <laughs> they all go like, all right. It, it, it like you're just like yeah man i must have a cough from all this haman power i have like it's it's he's obviously wants their attention and when he has it he then walks up and he's like yeah caesar uh you suck and then he checks caesar's eye and he's like hey good news buddy it's just your eyelid and by the way even though i've spent the last episode and a half complaining i don't have a new technique i do have a new technique yeah, that was a great reveal too because we had that dramatic speech from uh caesar like just a minute ago was like even if i gave my eye yeah <laughs> it's like this way i lost my eye in combat and it's just it just scratched a little bit on the side yeah, it's like yeah they scratched your eye like a he's fine you're fine buddy you're fine he's still got it he has to like emasculate caesar and then give a speech and then he even <laughs> brags where he's like yeah you know what i'm the guy that killed i killed your buddy santana which none of them react to or care yeah He's got to be like some kind of whipping boy he's for the them. He's the Raditz. Because <laughs> he couldn't even talk when he came out. And these guys have been perfect. Hair. Because they're so smart. These are the smartest creatures in the world. Uh, Jojo then reveals that his ability are the Haman Clacker Volley. He's got uh, uh, clackers, like uh, metal balls on, on a rope that uh, he infuses with Haman. He explains, before even using it on his enemies, he then explains how they work in full, giving them time to think about it. He wants to be in a shonen so bad. It's great. He's like, I may not have as much Haman power as Caesar, and I may not be trained, but you know what? I can still infuse stuff, so if I infuse these metal balls with Haman, and they hit you, there's a good chance they'll break your skin, and they'll make you pop. Been thinking a lot about it. Uh, he then does like a Bruce Lee thing where he spins it around, hits himself in the head, and then yells his classic trademark, Oh, no! <laughs> uh, both Caesar and Speedwagon are dismayed that JoJo is just acting like an idiot. <laughs> they're they're not stoked about uh, this. I want to see the flashbacks in Speedwagon's head to Jonathan during this moment. The guy who didn't act like an yeah, idiot. He's like, boy, Wow what the, the the joe stars have changed and then i have in my my notes i don't remember 
how he phrases it, but Caesar has to remind the remove the room one more time that his dead Nazi friend is still dead. I don't even remember. I think he's that. like Jojo. Take this seriously. Remember Mark. Mark's dead, and he was gonna get married. Uh, the fight we have, we now have fight time, and I think the rest of the episode can qualify as fight time. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Jojo throws his clacker attack at Wamu, and it totally misses. <laughs> Wamu like looks back at the pillar that it hit, and like kind of shrugs, and they all try to leave again, and then they, the pillar met all <laughs> it's like. Well, that, that was pathetic. And then they all start joking. It's like, I guess humanity's just gotten net worse while we were asleep. And Speedwagon is like, oh no, this is not great. Uh, if 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 JoJo was fighting hooligans or cops, I guess he'd be doing great. But he can't beat these things. <laughs> and he's like, it's silly enough to make me cry. So Speedwagon's having an existential crisis. Uh, the the internal hype is failing. I on know him. he's 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 wavering. So JoJo tries to chant wamu to like he's like what are you doing leaving come on fight me man fight me and wamu <laughs> exercising extreme calm and extreme patience politely asks jojo to stop and be like hey a human life is pretty short don't waste this is what i'm have. saying i like these guys <laughs> he's like dude don't make me do this they seem like pretty cool guys I guess they wanted to end the world. Do we know that about them? I mean, them? they just, they need to find the redstone of Aja, and that's all we know about them. So right now, they're just some pretty cool dudes who kill Nazis. I guess they made vampires? That That's a, that's something? Did they? I don't know what those vampires were for. Do you? I don't know. Well, they made the masks. The masks make vampires. That could have been, that could have been misuse of their powers, for all we know. It's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> How did that happen? We accidentally made vampires? It's all one wild misunderstanding. But yeah, like had that really cool moment. It was like human lives are short. Walk away, friend. Hey, bro, walk away. Nobody wants to beat it. Yeah, but you just gotta just, beat just, it. Just, just don't, don't make me do what I'm gonna have to do to you. Uh, Jojo still is like, we gotta fight, and he then does like he's spinning his clacker balls around. He references the spaghetti. A reference no one in the room will appreciate. I bet even Caesar wasn't paying enough attention to get that reference. <laughs> he wouldn't have given it to him if he had uh, he then does yet another sleight of hand and the clackers have disappeared and he then starts singing I've been working on the railroad yes in Japanese though so it's sounds like really weird it's funny because when I watch the dub he can't sing I've been working on the railroad I guess maybe there's a copyright thing he really? does a parody where he's like I've been training on my Haman all the live long time <laughs> <laughs> wheelchair and a mohawk wheelchair and a mohawk but to the exact same tune um he then uh it is revealed that he is like managed to tie them behind his back and whammy looking at him like mostly just like in amusement where like oh look at this child trying to do a magic trick uh jojo then uh flicks the uh clackers at him and whammy turns like all jelly he jelly wiggles and the clackers totally miss him and everyone is completely disappointed in jojo and Whammy was like, all righty, buddy, here. Let me tell you what. You have one minute to fight me. And by one minute, and then JoJo's wrist like explodes in blood. He's like, I have slit your wrist, and you'll have about one minute of blood loss before you black out. God, am I misremembering? I thought he hit him by this point. No, this is beforehand. That's, uh, that's later. Okay. This is right after. So JoJo is like bleeding profusely, and he's like you got a minute before you black out and whammy was like i used to tell haman people when i killed them that you are an hourglass measured in blood and <laughs> which is pretty badass which line. is great but 
after he says his badass line, his friends immediately deflate it because Cars is like, hey, buddy, we're going to wait in the car. <laughs> it's like, this is getting boring. Yeah. ACDC, hey, we're going to wait outside. Uh, come outside when you're done. <laughs> and they just leave. And uh, after they leave, JoJo uh, is... River of blood coming out of his wrist, too. It is not a... It's hilarious. It is a concerning amount. It is a waterfall of, like... Heavy flow, like not a drip, not a drip or a drop. It is a comedy blood flow of blood coming out of his arm. Definitely a heavy day for JoJo. It's so, oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing in the world, so like, uh, Whamu was like, hey, we got your minute of fight and you should uh, go get your weapons. And JoJo's like, hold up, buddy. I can't hear too well. Did you just ask me to get my weapons? That's stupid. Why would someone get a weapon that comes back? And then uh, the camera pans over and the clackers that he missed have been like spinning around in each other like a magnet, maybe this whole time and no one's noticed. And they kind of stuck in the pillar, though, I thought. Well, so one of them was stuck in the pillar and the other one was stuck on the one that was stuck in the pillar and spinning. Mm. So that one flings back, nails Whamu in the face, cracks open his forehead and uh, jo jo Jojo proclaims it as clacker boomerang is a success. And then he starts wailing on Whamu. Yeah, 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 he starts like wailing on Whamu, and Whamu's like, "This is fair. You have to do this. No one has ever hit me in the face before. I deserve this. This needs to happen." <laughs> Being a just a total Chad yeah. again. Take your time, buddy. You've earned this. You've earned this. Bleed out while hitting me. Uh, they go to the ad break at this point. <laughs> Uh, we come back from the ad break, and JoJo, after Whamu has informed him that JoJo's the first one to ever hit him in the face, is like, I'm the first one to ever hit you in the face? That's great news. I'm going to keep wailing on you. <laughs> However, because Speedwagon is the only one with functional eyes ever in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, he notices that uh, Whamu is, like, readying an attack or something and warns JoJo to jump back. JoJo gets out of the way, and Whamu's like, ah, that's a good call, is I'm about to use my special attack, the Divine Sandstorm. Did he say it in English when he says, I'm in trouble? Or was it just, I remember it being, uh, it stood out when JoJo suddenly goes, I'm in trouble. I think he might've said it in English, but yeah, okay. that might've been another moment. So he jumps back and he's like, oh, and uh, it is revealed that Whamu's abilities is that he can spin his arms in opposite directions, like clockwise and counterclockwise, super duper fast. The narrator comes back to explain the, the science of it all. It creates a vacuum, which I read as no air also means no Haman. And it attacks mm. Jojo. I also make a note here that the colors go crazy. They have all these great psychedelic color moments in this episode. They all look incredible, and I love it. Yeah. It looks amazing. It's got to make you feel kind of bad, because imagine the, the manga was not colorized, right? No, it was probably still... just black and white. Yeah, so, so even though it's... They do like the manga kind of... Um, what is that cut like that shading technique yeah. is getting used right there so it looks like it's supposed to be like a panel from the manga just with the crazy colors in it's it. like all green and pastel and it looks yeah like this show looks great it's neon it's so cool it's so it's great it is revealed that the attack has basically beat the crap out of jojo whamu blames the fact that like because his head was partially caved in he couldn't aim it right so that's why jojo is maybe mostly alive he's just uh, he thinks he's dead yeah. oh yeah he's like oh man he's like oh i could have super killed you if i had both my eyes but i guess he died real quick speedwagon then stupidly tries to jump in and thankfully caesar stops him immediately speedwagon does not have a razor blade hat or his hammer i don't know what he was thinking uh whamu is like boy 
Normally, I'll just let, you know, bystanders be bystanders, but you two saw me got hit in the face, so there can't be any witnesses. And then begins maybe <laughs> my favorite scene in the whole episode. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. So while Webb is, like, threatening <laughs> Caesar and Speedwagon, JoJo gets up and starts crawling, and Caesar and Speedwagon are like, huh? And Whammy turns around, and then JoJo's back to laying down on the ground. And he turns back, and then Jojo starts crawling around. And they have, yeah, red light, green. They keep having, like, Whamu keeps turning back, and Jojo has stopped moving. They do it, like, at least three times. It's and incredible. Whamu each time goes, well, I guess. Must be the light. My mind's playing tri- <laughs> it's, it's like a uh, like an Elder Scrolls NPC. Yeah. Or something. It was like, I guess it was nothing. Who turned out the light? Arrow, arrow sticking out of his eyes. <laughs> It's incredible. It like it's this is something where I feel like people actually need to see how this scene is executed because whoever directed mm-hmm. this episode absolutely nailed the comedy of it. It is hilarious as Jojo is crawling away. As Caesar's first thought is that Jojo is a coward and that he is running. And Jojo in his head even goes, I have to use my last superpower, which is the power to run away. And the narrator's like, Jojo is running away, and he's a total coward, except he's the hero. Because, yo, check this out. Narrator's stepping in for when Speedwagon couldn't do this for us. It's super weird. Yeah, the narrator seems to have, like, he's, like, in on the joke. He's like, oh, yeah, JoJo's totally a coward. Except he's the main character of this show, so he's totally not. So keep paying attention. Uh, JoJo has crawled into a minecart, and Whamu finally notices. I guess he hears the thud of JoJo getting it. He's like, oh, you stupid coward. Why are you such a coward, coward? And... Uh, instead of responding to the insults, Jojo starts the minecart to move and it starts to like, you know, minecart away. And Wham is like, oh, wait a minute. You were totally luring me away from your friends. Pretty cool move. And Jojo's like, I thought it was a pretty cool move. And Wham just seems generally impressed with Jojo. Decent dude. He respects Jojo's moxie here. He was sacrificing himself so his friends could he's get like, out. That's he knew rad. That. And he's like, wait, I guess that, and, and that, at that point, one of my favorite lines, uh, Caesar figures out JoJo's plan as well. And it's like, oh, you chivalrous bastard. Oh, man. <laughs> he did say that. Oh, I need an animated gif of this. I don't think you remember, but just the scene where JoJo's flying away in the cart and is doing like these snaky S's. And Whammy was just standing on yeah. it. And it's so weird. It's so funny seeing him because he's not moving no. at all. He's just standing on top, not bracing himself as it goes flying across these turns. He could jump off at any moment. He could stop this. No, he could. Yeah, but he's just letting it happen. And it's great, too, because like the next scene is it's like Whammy is totally just in it for the ride. He is super amused. Mm-hmm. He's like, boy, that's a great plan. I bet you have more of a plan. And Joe's like, I do have more of a plan. And Whammy was like, oh, hold on. This is great. Let me guess. Do you have a stick of dynamite behind your back? And the camera pans and Jojo has a stick of dynamite behind its back. And he's like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> and then he was like, wait a minute. Not only that, but were you planning on hitting the brake to throw us out of the cart like this? And then he kicks the brake and knocks the cart off the track and they both fall down a pit. It was hilarious, though. I was like, was that your only plan? You've got another one, don't you? And I feel like Jojo had to go to the side and go, I need to come up with another plan. Yeah. He's like, what about this dynamite I have? It's great. So Jojo, the dynamite and Whamu fall down a pit and are then on the ground. Uh, Whamu is like, boy, you put up a great fight, but you know what? Uh, I, I, I just got to kill you now. Sorry, we're done. And Jojo's like, hold up. W- what if you gave me a month? <laughs> if you gave me a month to train, I could totally beat you. All right, so how did no one call Akira out on this on this scene right here? 
where the guy is begging the guy, no, you know what? You could finish me off now, or it's like, whoa, 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 hear me out, hear me out. Like, I'm not even training him on, and I killed your buddy, and I hurt you, and, and just imagine, I practically have limitless potential. Like, DBZ totally did this scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, they totally do this, like, what, a decade later? Yeah, he, Toriyama, reading a JoJo. It's incredible. It's great. And Whammy was like, hold up. Well, he's like, I really should just kill you, but uh, he's like, convince me. And JoJo's like, all right, so uh, you're immortal, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm immortal. He's like, well, I hit you in the face, and that's going to bummer you out for eternity. The only way it's not going to bum you out is if uh, you let me train for a month. We get ourselves a fair fight arena, and if you beat me then, you'll probably, uh, you know, enjoy eternity. <laughs> and Wamu basically goes, like, there, I mean, there's a lot of back and forth. It's really funny. It's really well done. There's, like, a couple of scenes where, like, Wamu's basically, like, biting his lip in anger, and they basically come to an agreement. Well, the best part is, finally, at this point, I feel like the anime had to have forgotten that JoJo should be bleeding to death right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Wamu's even... It's been over a minute. Yeah. We're, we're definitely in that, you know, we're in that anime time, but... <laughs> I guess I should really have made it clear that JoJo is laying on the ground this entire time and is not able to move no one's healed it like yeah. he should still be bleeding nothing's been bandaged or anything yeah he's he's real he's real it's he's eating it real rotten so like what whether whamu kills him he should be dead like he should be dying right now he's like yeah just give me a second i'll finish out it's also then been revealed that it has taken too long and acdc's come back to find out what's up and he's like hey what's taking so long it's been a minute and then sees the dynamite on the ground, and then ACDC swallows the dynamite whole, lets it explode in his stomach. His stomach, like, comically expands, and then he's like, alrighty, that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and no one really, I guess JoJo's too, like, basically dead to let this happen. Uh, Caesar is watching from behind a pillar, by the way. He's, he's seeing this yeah, happen like way up high like a guard like a batman yeah, he's almost. like oh geez so then whammo after watching acdc eat dynamites you know what jojo i accept the deal however i can't have you running away so uh i'm gonna have to make sure that you can't with the wedding ring of death <laughs> oh right, right, right quick before we jump yeah, into yeah, that we can't belie just how comical jojo like straight up like huckleberry finn um <laughs> very tom sawyer-ish drew out getting Guamu to agree to this fight to begin with. It's really funny. It was like, it was like I got to wait for you to get over that. It's like, yeah, what is it? Well, you know what? You're right. I'm too tired. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> like, wait, no, tell me. No, no, <laughs> just kill me fast, please. No, tell me. I forgot about like that aspect of it where it's like, I got a whole proposition for you, but uh, uh, I should probably just do my dying. <laughs> and Guamu's like, you have to tell me, human. I need to know. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, and the best thing about it is before he pulls out the wedding ring of death, ACDC's like, oh, that thing. Yeah. Like he's down for what's <laughs> about to happen. <laughs> he's like, I was hoping you were going to do that. So Whamu has this wedding ring of death. And he's like, you know where I'm going to put this wedding ring, Jojo, this uh, wedding ring, Jojo. And Jojo's like, where? And he phases it through Jojo's chest and slaps it onto one of his arteries on his heart. His aorta. His aorta. And explains to him that the ring will dissolve in 33 days and it's full of poison and the only antidote is in his lip ring <laughs> how great is that they have to fight and he's like i'll meet you in 33 days in the coliseum they're already bonded together like we lost one wedding yeah and we got, we another. got another look at this joseph already has as many uh weddings as jonathan it's already been yeah. 
Uh, and then ACDC watches this happen. is like, oh, this is so cool. Hold up. I went in too. He also has a fucking <laughs> ring <laughs> and sticks it in JoJo's windpipe, which is great because then JoJo yells, my throat and my heart. <laughs> and uh, while he's freaking out about that, ACDC is like, hey, I have a different poison than Whammo, so you have to kill both of us. And I keep my antidote in my nose ring. <laughs> It's so great. And then, oh God, every line in this show is the best line ever. ACDC then turns his head to the sky and goes, Cars, do you want in on this? Nonsense. (laughs) Cars is nonsense. However, Cars being the woke gentleman he is, he's like, hey, I get it. We're all, I'm not going to do this. We're all the mortals and it's really fun when we find someone that can (laughs) challenge us. So I respect and understand your two's desire to do that. But please understand that your game can't get in the way of us finding the uh, Redstone of Aja. Is that cool? And they're all like, yeah, boss, it's cool. They're great guys, you know? <laughs> they all, they're just some great dudes. So great. I just love having you like, cars, you want in on this? Uh, what a great way to phrase that. They all find it so amusing. It's great. And then we have two weddings. Yeah. Oh, God. And it's the best thing in the world because as they're. Oh, this is Jojo called. Yeah. Oh, he does. He's. I thought I made up this line, but I just remembered, no, JoJo said this line himself, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, as they fly away, they all start flying away, and they're all like, JoJo, make sure to train. We want a good fight. JoJo's like, do you think I'm a bigamist? Yeah. I literally I thought that line was so ridiculous. I thought it was my own commentary. And like, oh, no, that was actually what JoJo himself said. He's like, two wedding rings. You think I'm a bigamist? Oh. And then he succumbs to his wounds and blacks out. Uh, Caesar rushes out and is so like overwhelmed by all of this wedding ring stuff and Jojo's supposed bravery. He like cradles Jojo's head in his lap and is like, you and I we're best buddies. Now we're going to be best training buddies. Jojo, I was wrong about you. We're best friends now. Right. Isn't that right? Best buddy. We're going to be best training buddies. 33 days of best buddies training best buddies forever. And then the- can't have two best buddies die on me in one day. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're my new Mark. And then the episode ends. <laughs> and you can't understate how they flew away either. Cause they just kind of leap and then get pulled up into the sky. I re- <laughs> it's like their whole planet needed. It really? Them. I, re- I, my head cannon is that Whamu is doing like the, the, the sandstorm, like he's wiggling his arms to fly or something like that. Oh, it's so good. It's so flipping good. It's the funniest thing in the world. I love it so much. I love it so much. So those were episodes 14 and 15. Holy snap cut to the remix of uh, roundabout again. Oh yeah. And then we get that great remix of roundabout. Uh, Holy moly. How did you feel about these two episodes or any other, any other topics you want to talk about, man? I oh my god, these two are amazing. <laughs> the poses alone will live. Oh my god, I'm watching the uh, I'm watching the extra now that you can see the Pillarman yeah. in it. They're not blurry anymore, and the pose that uh, Cars is striking oh, so good with his arm torn around behind him to hold their super vampire mask. It's so good. Oh, uh, it's I I love the three. I think one of the reasons I I look back fondly on. I mean, I guess now you know most, if not almost everything that I love about part two, why part two really resonates with me. I love the Pillarman a ton, and I love the relationship of Jojo and Caesar. Yeah, that they, it was, was endearing very fast between those two. Even, like, it started off so childish, but even at that moment, when they're just being kids to each yeah. other, it was still lovable. Like, it wasn't... 
like they're being dumb but not in enough like an off-putish offensive way jojo puts a trap pigeon in a lady's mouth <laughs> oh my god he shouldn't be he should never be forgiven for that oh my god he put a trap pigeon in a lady's mouth and it's it's so oh my god it's so crazy and Zappelli has not brought the hat back out yet. I don't know how to feel about it. Well, that. maybe, you know, in the next episode, he might have it because they'll have some downtime. That's right. This has been a, such a great diff. This has been such a great breather since Dio, too. It, yeah. Like, Dio was crazy and he was kind of fun in that mad, maniacal sort of way. Yeah. But, but this is such a great pacer after <laughs> that for the different tone we have now. And- I, I just, I love it. It's like all bangers because I know that he was only, I, I still, because of his closing line, I think Strazo was fun. Santana was a ton of fun. And now you have these three guys <laughs> who are just wackadoodle good times. I just, I have this headcanon of like, do we ever find out what Santana is to these guys in the future? Because I've developed headcanon now that I'm going to be very disappointed. What is in. your headcanon? I'm really excited well, about just, this. Like this, this, this is, I just imagine them all like picking on him all the time. Like he's the little brother to the three of them. <laughs> I was like, what's it like Santana being a bitch? <laughs> he would be the one. I feel like Santana would end up being the character. If there was ever an abridged, there's probably a Jojo bridge, but I feel like he's someone that like would accidentally become super duper like fan favorite. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. But it's it's really funny to see, and I'm just excited to see where this is. It just it, it's it is so much fun to see this in animation, and to see how well it's animated and just oh, oh I imagine like if I can only imagine the still shots that were pulled to create this very well because that's how this anime works. Oh yeah, like I've probably literally seen a couple of them. It's just so good, and I just I love. The execution of the pillar men, the fact that they all respect each other's boundaries. They're just total bros with each other. I'm so sorry I stepped in your shadow. <laughs> and as of yet, their track record is pretty good. Oh yeah. They've only they've only killed Nazis or attacked someone who directly like tried to fight them. And even then, they didn't have to. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God, when Whamu made the Nazi circle, that's mm. so good. And they're Nazis, so you don't have to feel bad about that. Yes. So now hold hands. Yeah, now hold hands. All of you hold hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then he used that. They gave that blood to his masters because for some reason he awoke first. Yeah. Out of that hole in the head. The, the hierarchy. And I, I just like it's like there's no plotting. Like you don't get the feeling that ACDC or Whamu have any interest in overthrowing cars. Right. It's just it, these are three dudes that respect each other for eternity, and they're just trying to find that red stone. Wear minimal clothing. Oh man, oh man! If you're immortal in that great shape, you'd low and cloth it at all times. I mean, I, I would have to. I couldn't imagine another way to live. Oh my goodness! Other, well, the clothes would get in the way of the poses. Exactly. God, the posing. The fact that they nail the posing and the style of this is so great. I don't even think they put any thought into them either. Those are just those are their a game poses when they just don't think about it's it so oh god that's their natural states they have to pose constantly so we're about to enter i mean it, it's they're, they're gonna need to train training montage are you time. excited about the possibility of a training montage yeah of course i am because we, we got to see what more haman can do now It'll, now that jojo who seems to be completely untrained on haman 
has already been on par with Zapelli. Yeah. He knows how to bewitch pigeons. <laughs> it's, it is uncool that Caesar mind controls people, man. <laughs> that whole scene, those, those two guys, you know, that whole scene. Oh, God. Yikes. I'm, I'm coming down on that one. I know, I know. Bubbles. You know, just how creative is the bubble stuff? I know it's good. To, it's fun. It's easy to make fun of the bubbles, but like, at what point is is that the thing that you that you think of for Haman? I'm coated. I'm coated in soap and oil. Yeah. <laughs> Can't catch me. I'm lathered at all times. It's me, Caesar. <laughs> Caesar's the belly. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to see the the fights that are coming in animation. I weep for when they start winning. Oh man, yeah, that's a good point. I don't want to. I don't want to see the Pillarmen go down right now. I love now. the Pillarmen. I hope that I don't remember, but I hope they don't have the Pillarmen do anything dastard. I don't think they don't do. They don't make anybody eat their own baby. So we'll have to see what the Pillarmen do. You know what? You you have a point that I had not thought of at this point as to why I might like them so much compared to our past villains right now. Right. If you think of season one versus season two, season one, Jack the Ripper, Blueford, uh, Wang Chen uh tarkas and uh dio yep and then doobie i forgot about doobie we can't forget about doobie well we can try but yeah go on season two uh strazo uh oh we have uh donobang <laughs> <laughs> also like doobie level villain right doobie, there man so that's the thing for me is where's the doobie and donobang fan comic those two would hang out <laughs> across the gap of time yeah, across the gap of time somehow donabang brings doobie back to life and they hang out they're roommates you know snakes in your head you could probably live for a while i don't know what do you know about i'm not a doctor what do you know about cactuses doobie <laughs> <laughs> i know i hate them now. uh are they full of Haman? is uh, i had a bad experience with Haman and my head snakes are there any ancestors you want? Would you be hyped for like Poco's grandson to show up? I can't recall if I retroactively hate Poco because of Smokey. Is Smokey ever going to come back? I don't remember. To be completely honest, I do not recall. He seemed like, like he almost started to come off as like the worst for a minute there. I love Smokey. He is. He has the line. I pray to God. I'd never see anything like this ever again. <laughs> I hope he got it. Which is great. It, it's, they almost have a similar line when JoJo stepped on the thing and he's like, I know that I have just stepped on the worst thing I am ever going to step on. He wasn't wrong. God, the way people talk in this is so good. It's so funny. And JoJo, like uh, Joseph is Joseph. Yeah, right? Joseph. Not, yeah. This is Joseph. Joseph is the one we're on. Like, I got to keep him track. Jonathan and Joseph are too right yeah. now. Uh, he's just he's got a character that's been fitting perfect it's a good counterweight to our current villains too yeah well it's like the villains are the plight guys so jojo has to be the crass god him coughing is the craziest thing in the world (laughs) it's like those guys totally wipe the floor with me i got a point to prove (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna leave without beating me up too thank you very much can't let caesar be the only person who gets beat up today I want to go meet my grandpa met his wife in a hospital. I got to go to the hospital. 
Oh my goodness. But yeah, I'm excited to see where this is going. It, it's, it's, it's delivering. I can understand and it. And, and I just love it because it's like David productions who made this show. Like this is the third attempt that Japan did at trying to make a Jojo's bizarre adventure anime. Oh really? What happened to the other two? Well, they made a, uh, uh, they tried to do a movie for mm. Phantom blood and that didn't really come together. And then they tried to do an OVA and that didn't really come together. So when David production instead of the burn, it's like, Hey, we're going to do one and two at the same time in one season and see what happens. Like, I feel like they knew they had to succeed and they just knocked it out of the park. So good. But yeah, do you have any, uh, any final thoughts for this episode or I guess, did you watch the preview? Uh, yeah, I should probably stop doing that, but I did. <laughs> do you have any, any uh, thoughts uh, on the preview? Ever since the, yeah. Uh, I'm Lisa. Lisa is the only thing sticking in my head right now. <laughs> That's in the title too, right? Isn't it? it? I think it might've been in the title. I know they at least, if it wasn't in the title, someone called out her name. So, you know, it's an, we get, yet again, easy to find band names are people in band yeah. singers. Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for us to get to the next grouping of episodes. It's going to be a ton of fun. Oh, what I can't believe though, is that there's all this Jojo. I had no idea existed. I thought we were going to go from Jonathan to the one in the, the weird hat. Oh, to Jotaro. Yeah, you thought we were going to write to J Jotaro. Yeah, and as far as I'm aware, like I thought that was the JoJo, is the Jotaro one in the future, and that's most of what I knew about JoJo I thought came from his era. But apparently a whole lot of memes came from both this one and Joseph. Uh, yeah, Joseph. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan's, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, and that's the thing, a lot of people tell people to go directly to part three, and I think they're insane because you could burn through part one really quickly. And part two is incredible. I can't imagine skipping part two for any reason. I don't, even if part three somehow bests all of this, I cannot imagine skipping this. You have to see Whamu. You have to see ACDC in cars. Whamu. Whamu, Whamu looks at the camera and says, Whamu. <laughs> uh... But yeah, I just love, they feel like the first real immortals that I've ever seen in anything because they're just so nonplus. Mm. But yeah, I, I just, I, I, I feel like villains are a good thing. The JoJo's are, the JoJo series in general are pretty good at making villains. And I just, I, I hope people keep ACDC whammo and cars in their, in their memories. They're in my heart. There we go. It's crazy to see in just 15 episodes, how much has happened and how much has changed. Oh my goodness. So I guess we'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, that is our seventh edition, man. Seven of these already. Wow. Yeah. There we go. We'll have more Jojo next time. Thank you, Matt. Thank you.